Welcome, folks, to Brand of Man Ministries, building one disciple at a time for the cause of Christ, not through any work of man, but by the grace of God alone. I'm Pastor Will Hunsaker, and in today's episode, the Apostle Paul will use an agricultural metaphor similar to the one he used in chapter 5, verse 22, concerning the fruit of the Spirit. So here in our text today, Galatians 6, verses 7 through 10, Paul teaches that people will reap what they sow. It's an old biblical figure of speech that emphasizes our actions today will have consequences tomorrow. Now, this principle can manifest both positively and negatively, which is the point of Paul's teaching. But It's important that we always stay oriented to the context of Paul's letter because we're looking at some things that we do. And the context of Paul's letter is that salvation is always viewed as a gift from God. It is God's grace alone. And that cannot be earned by anything we do. But we are still doers as Christians. So Paul is emphasizing this point in daily living. So from the Apostle Paul, let's go right to the text, beginning in verse 7. Paul says, make no mistake, God is not mocked, for a person will reap only what he sows, because the one who sows for his flesh will reap corruption from the flesh, but the one who sows for the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. Let us not grow tired of doing good. For in due time, we shall reap our harvest if we do not give up. So then, while we have the opportunity, let us do good to all, but especially to those who belong to the family of faith. Galatians 6, verses 7 through 10. So Paul's warning here, and it is a warning, is similar to the one we found in verse in uh, chapter 5, verse 13, where Paul said, For you are called for freedom, brothers. But do not use this freedom as as an opportunity for the flesh. He was saying you don't have a license to sin because of the grace of God. You have an obligation to be uh, gracious. You act in good works. You act through the Spirit because of the gratitude for what has been done for you. So simply put here in these verses, Paul says we cannot take God lightly or treat him with contempt. Well, why? Why can't we do that? Because a person reaps what they sow, he says. I mean, look, look, at, the, look at the giant Goliath from 1 Samuel 17. He taunted, this is just one example of many. He taunted God with contempt, you know, shook his fist at him from across the way at, at the army of Israel. And he ended up with a stone in his forehead for his trouble. So Paul teaches that if we plant seeds to satisfy our own desires, or the temptations of the world, then nothing but destruction will grow. But Paul encourages the Galatians and believers today to sow in the Spirit. Sowing in the Spirit is simply following Christ, so that good seeds can be planted in good soil to reap the glory of God. Specifically here, this means sowing the fruits of the Spirit. And if you can see those Paul gave a very short list in in chapter 5, verse 22. 
And of course, no one, we always remember, no one is saved by their work. Nevertheless, believers are doers out of gratitude for what has been done for them by Christ. So we never get rid of work. We never get rid of the law. It's just we are no longer under the law. We are saved by grace. We are under grace. So we always live with things we do. They are just not specific to our salvation. So Paul further offers encouragement here not to grow tired of sowing good seeds, of doing good things. He says, keep up the good work. After all, farming, and that's the the, uh, analogy here, farming is hard work. So Paul uses the phrase not to grow tired. That's that's interesting because it literally means not to grow or not to go slack, not to go soft. Uh, it That phrase is used in other Greek literature to describe an, an unstrung bow. Uh, the, the, the string on the bow is slack because it's not taunt. So he says, don't, don't become that way. Now, we can become tired. We can become slack for many causes. We can, we can grow tired from the opposition to our faith. We can grow tired from just repeating good works all the time. We can even dis- be, become discouraged and tired by slow or even no results of our good efforts. And that's just to mention a few. These are things that can wear on a person of faith. And often the easiest thing to do in these circumstances is to give up, to stop. But Paul teaches that there is a prize at the end of the race. So he encourages us to continue to do good, especially to others of faith, because they're experiencing the same things. Now, remember, no one tastes the fruit of their labor immediately. That's, again, a a very a solid agricultural point. You don't taste the fruit of your labor immediately. Seeds take time to grow. Then you harvest. So disappointment is inevitable as no one will perfectly attune themselves to the will of God in this life. We'll all watch our plans sink like rocks cast into the water. And it is by the grace of God that they do because his plans are always far superior to ours. Again, the context of Paul's entire letter here is very important. Essentially, Paul says good people doing good work will never be saved. Only perfect ones will. And that's, a, that's something we never want to forget. You can't say it too much. Good people doing good work will not be saved. Only perfect ones will. That's the standard. Paul points that out in Galatians 3.10. The stand, God's standard for salvation is perfection. This is why when we do good things, and we can, we just can't do them all the time, but we can't do them perfectly. So when we do them, we do them with our eyes focused on Christ because it is only through his perfection that we are deemed righteous before God. That's God's grace. So when we approach the throne of God, and all of us will at some point, believers will be wearing the cloak of Christ, and he will see 
the perfection needed to enter his presence. Because we cannot do it. We are unable. But Christ was able. So we are saved not by what we do. We are made right with God, not by what we do, but by what has been done for us by Christ. So the question Paul presents to all believers here in these very few quick verses is, what kind of seeds are we sowing? Are they seeds meant only for destructions? Are they seeds meant in response to our own pleasures or the temptations of this world? Or are we planting seeds intended to further the cause of Christ through the gospel, his life, his death, and his resurrection? But either way, whatever seed we are sowing, one thing is certain. Whatever seed we plant, that is what will grow. And I thank you for listening today, folks. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord look upon you and give you peace. Next up on Open Your Bibles, we will look at the final verses of Paul's epistle to the Galatians with chapter 6, verses 11 through 18. This, this will be Paul's closing comments, which will include and focus on the glory of the cross. God bless you all, and remember, the Bible cannot mean anything different today than it did back then.